Fish on. This is the New York Angler Fishing Podcast, brought to you by nyangler.com, your secret spot online. Hosted by the man who introduced New Yorkers to the world of online fishing, Mr. George Skaka. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. My name is George Skaka, and this is the NewYorkAngler.com Fishing Podcast. I'm delivering this podcast tonight, and it's like zero outside. Truly, truly a bad case of cabin fever running through my body right now. I'd like to thank you all for joining me as I deliver you fishing news each and every week with this new podcast. I will also be discussing many different things from how to catch fish to who's catching fish to some fish stories. Um, I'd like to begin by introducing myself to those of you that don't know who I am. I was the founder of Nori Saltwater Magazine. That was a free weekly publication that you'd find in your local tackle shops. You know, the one with the great tide charts and the innovative fishing reports. Uh, the magazine that actually changed and redefined the term fishing report. Um, in 1995, I was introduced to something they called at the time the World Wide Web. No one really knew what it was. I recognized it instantly as being a very important tool for anglers and also the death of the print weekly fishing report. So I put my effort into that. I built the audience. Well, I mean, my readers joined that site left and right. I made more friends than, than I ever made in my life. Really had a good time with it. Watched it grow into a very large corporation. And then due to a number of events, uh, one of which was the loss of my brother, who was uh, Phil, Philip Skaka, who helped me uh, build this company, um, I went out and I sold the whole shebang. Well, I thought I was finished. Uh, little did I know that fishing media is much of a passion to me as fishing itself. And I had made so many friends through the business and through the website that inside I, I was hurting and I needed to come back, get back into this space and do what I enjoy most, and that's fish and talk about fishing. I guess we all kind of uh, enjoy that piece of it. At least the fishermen that I know, they sure like to talk about fishing. Or anglers, we're going to stay a word from that, stay away from that word, fishermen. It's kind of sexist when you think about it. So that's why I went uh, with NewYorkAngler.com. So... After um, I started this website and before we sold, I got very involved in fisheries management. That's what I like to do. I, I was highly successful in, in a number of arenas, not just by myself, but, you know, I, I managed to organize and helped organize. We built some organizations that made a true difference in our fisheries, and they're still leaving their impact here today. Um, I could tell you a quick story, good story, um, on my early days of fisheries management. There was a time when we were pushing to make the striped bass a game fish. We had a lot of momentum. We had passed the bill through the uh, New York State 
uh, assembly at the time, and we, we were looking to push it across the finish line. And we had a lot of fun. We had rallies. We were on TV. We, we really got a lot of support for it. And the commercial fishermen were actually getting a little nervous because this was the first time that there was any traction whatsoever by way of uh, making the striped bass a game fish in New York State. So I heard of this demonstration that they were going to have uh, with a wholesale, illegal wholesale out on the beach in, in the Hampton. So I got in my car, I drove out there, and ironically, the cover of my magazine that week happened to be the back, front cover and back cover were all dead bass that were left over from a whole scene from years past. So I get there, and there's this whole entourage of people. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And there's a a, a truck backed onto the beach, the door was sent, and there was a whole scene that was being set. And as this is going on, all of a sudden, this entourage of people show up with TV cameras, news cameras, CNN, ABC, NBC. And lo and behold, the leader of the pack was Billy Joel. So he was in very, you know, he was in support of uh, the commercial payment there out in the hand. So... As they're setting for these fish, DEC was there also. I walked up to DEC and I was like, are you going to allow them to do this? And the response was, well, they haven't broken any laws. They don't have any fish. And my first thought was, do you wait for a bank robber to rob the bank or do you stop him before the bank is robbed? Well... They dragged the net up before the net come. Well, they were bringing it in, you know, with the uh, power winch on the truck. And before the net came in, I jumped in between it and they had to stop. And I was quickly escorted out of there by DEC, even though I was on a public beach. And what they were doing was 100 percent illegal. So they pull a couple bass up on the beach and Billy Joel puts on a pair of gloves and picks up the fish over his head. and gets all kinds of good press from it. And he's like, you know, we need to save the Bayman. And, you know, he got a lot of play. Next thing I know, there was like this fake, I don't know, ticket writing ceremony, it almost looked like. And then they all left. So about two months later, uh, he's being supposedly arraigned for the ticket. And it was a big deal. Now, at this point, everybody knew about it. So the news went, was there. I drove out to the Hamptons to see exactly what happened. You couldn't even get near the courtroom. And, of course, they came out saying the tickets were wrote incorrectly. They, uh, I don't know, some technicality. And, of course, no one involved in this whole entire charade uh, was charged with anything. But, but the funny thing was Billy Joel comes out and he's talking and there's mics all around. And he turns around and he points at me and he goes, that George Skaka, he's part of the problem. People like him that make this bass fishing, a, a give this uh, striped bass fisherman a bad name. And right away, all of a sudden, all the cameras came running over to me. I mean, I'm the only recreational fisherman there. And they asked me for my side of the story. And uh, the history of it is we could have had a better deal, but we did manage to get very stringent laws passed 
Um, but that's one of many, many stories that I will be bringing you regarding fisheries management and how important it is to me. Um, I'd like to talk about the website for a minute. Um, I want all my all my friends and all the people that I know in this industry and I've known for 30 years, you know, if you own a tackle shop, party boat, charter boat, you are 100% welcome to come to our site and use it to your advantage. There, There is no charge. We're wide open. Um, we ask that you can link back to us wherever you can, but, you know, uh, go there, use it. Post your reports. Um, it's just a matter of time before we get the traffic back to where it was before we sold last time around. So this time it's a New York angler. And I would like to go to the gentleman who's running the site for me. Um, that would be General Canny, while he gives us his state of the website report. Now, for the state of the website address from General Canny. General, please bring us up to date on the state of New York Angler. President, it's running like a fine oil machine, sir. We're adding our new recruits daily, and MPs moderators are holding the line. I understand we had a few attempted breaches by spammers. Yes, we did, sir, and they were dishonorably discharged. Okay, Mr. General, keep up the fine job, and we will be back to you next week. Out, sir. Sounds good, Mr. President. Thank you for that, General. And thank you, all your moderators, all of the founding members, everyone that's supporting the website right now. I greatly appreciate it. It's so great for all of us to be back together again. Many of my many of my friends I haven't seen in quite a while. It's just so good to see the support and all the fun that we're having here at NewYorkAnglers.com. So be sure to check in. Sign up, join up, and be part of it as it grows. So, you know, fishing is something that's in us. It's our passion. We all love doing it. Um, me, myself, I, you know, I fish quite often, but I really don't like fishing alone. I'm not sure what it is. I mean, there's plenty of days where I'll do it, but I really enjoy bringing along a colleague. And as a matter of fact, I have one of those um, colleagues with me here today, and I would like to introduce you. This will be another weekly segment of uh, my friend, Alexa. Hello, George. You really look great today. Alexa, do I know how to fish? George, you know you're the best fisherman in New York. Yeah, how do you know that? Because you tell me fish stories all of the time. And remember the time we went fishing together. I don't, rec <clears throat> I don't recall that. Do you have another question? I don't recall us fishing. Don't you remember the time your wife went away and you took me out on your boat? Do you have another question? No, that would be it, Alexa. I guess you could see why Alexa and I are so close. She really thinks very highly of me. Very, very, very smart. I mean, she pretty much knows everything. But... I don't take her fishing, and we don't have the type of relationship that she'd like others to believe. So, again, tonight, I would like to talk about the future and what we're going to be bringing you here at NewYorkAngler.com. So, please, be sure, again, stop by the website, check it out. You're going to see a lot of folks you haven't seen in quite a while. We've got a lot of chatter going on, a lot of interesting information 
We've got probably one of the best chefs you've ever seen there cooking. We've got the famous leprechaun who is right now. He's got a great feature on there called Tearing It Down. He's one of the few people I know that buys a reel and totally rips it all apart before he uses it. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. Um, But every time I do that, I manage to find some extra parts laying around and things never seem to go well. But Lep has a great article there with step-by-step instructions on what you need to do. So I'm not sure what you folks do during this time, during your cabin fever time. I know I like to work on my tackle, get things straightened out, get it all ready for the upcoming season. Um, Truth is, that's when it looks the best, you know, right? The first time I put everything on the boat, first time I get everything ready, but... (laughs) By the end of the second or third trip, it's like I'm doing it all over again. Kind of reminds me of my garage that I seem to tend to clean like every day. But for us up here in the Northeast, that's what we do here in the winter. We look forward to the day we're going to splash that boat or we're going to hit that surf or we're going to go out and target that pre-spawning bass. That's all we think about during these months. Unless, of course, you like ice fishing. Uh, There's a little video on there uh, on NewYorkAngler.com right now of a very good friend of mine who I fish all the time with. And he's always trying to get me to go ice fishing. Well, it's just not my thing. I mean, maybe if you bring me out in one of those huts, you know, where you got a little heat, and we could drink, relax, I'm out of the wind, with a little hole in the floor in the house, sitting on the couch, I'm totally into that, but I'm not sure I could enjoy using one of those little short rods, but look, it's a huge industry, um, Very, some very good friends of mine, they own uh, lakelink.com, great site in the Midwest, and... In the winter, their traffic goes through the roof, you know, total opposite of what happens around here. So, you know, I guess uh, we all deal with uh, cabin fever. I guess some of us don't get cabin fever. I know people that just cannot wait to get out there and ice fish. I don't get it, but there's a lot of things I don't get. So we're going to talk about everything here. I'm really looking forward to bringing you this podcast each and every week. We've got technical pieces we're going to fix and, you know, I'm going to make the sound better. Over time, I'll learn how to do this and and we'll really get it down. I'm going to be interviewing fisheries managers. I'm going to interview great fishermen of today. And I will also talk about a lot about history being <laughs> I was there when it happened. So, you know, a big piece of fishing when you're married or in a relationship is, you know, balancing, making everybody happy. You know, I know my wife enjoys coming out, going out on the boat and she'll fish and she's actually pretty good when it comes to fluke fishing, that is. Um, I'll give her that. But, you know, I, I think it's important that we can also... You know, get that time out with the guys and do what we got to do. But I, I truthfully enjoy um, fishing with my wife 
Or I like going out on the boat with her, and when she falls asleep, then I start fishing. So I do have her here this evening, and I would like to introduce you to my beautiful, wonderful wife, Barbara Skaka. And I'm here with my beautiful wife, Barbara, and we could talk more about it. So, hon, tell me, what do you think about uh, me fishing and just the overall sport of fishing? I really like when you go fishing. And why is that? Because when you go fishing, I go shopping. Yeah, well, you see, there's a lot of guys that uh, they go shopping for fishing equipment and they don't tell their wives. Um, what do you have to say to them? I say that your wives are going shopping and not telling you. Yeah, see, somehow I thought the same thing. Okay, so so somehow we started talking about fishing and now we're talking about shopping. So do you like to fish? Sometimes I like to fish. I don't mind fishing. Do you put the bait on the hook? No. Do you take the fish off the hook that you catch? Because you do catch. No. Okay, so basically I am Uber or the party boat captain while we're fishing, and I couldn't ask for anything more. Do you like to shop? I like shopping on Amazon or maybe, you know, Cabela's, Bass Pro, local tackle shop, but... Yeah, no, I don't go out to shop. So you don't like to take the clothes off the hanger? No, I don't. No, I don't like taking them off. And I don't like putting them on the hanger either. So now you know how I feel. (laughs) Okay, I guess I do. So, yeah, so that would be our segment of Wives and Fishing. I'm hoping that my wife will close it with a little advice for the other wives out there. Yes, I do have advice. Do not complain about your husband fishing. Just go shopping. Yeah, something told me she was going to say that. Well, this is our Wives in Fishing for this week. And we would like to say... Happy shopping! And good fishing. As in all things marriage, a little bit of give and take. And in my case... I'm a very, very lucky man as my wife lets me fish all the time. And being that she controls all the bills, I have no idea when she's shopping or what she is shopping for. So this is going to be a wrap of the first podcast from NewYorkAngler.com. I am glad you joined me here for this first podcast. Please send me your comments, suggestions, ideas. Tell us about your big fish. Whatever it is, keep in touch. And please remember, go to our website at newyorkangler.com or nyangler.com. Register today and be a founding member of the biggest thing to hit sport fishing since Nori Saltwater. Thank you for listening to the New York Angler Podcast. You can find more on fishing New York waters at nyangler.com, your secret spot online.